And that's what it's saying. It's like all you have to have is the willingness. You don't have to do it. You don't have to take that action. It's just, it's almost like planting a seed. Mm. I'm willing, but I don't have to go anywhere else from there. Yeah. In three, like, you know, um, one of my groups talks about and and just became willing to do to work the rest of the program, you know, is is mm. like their short form of three. And I was like, oh yeah. Mm. That um, is good. Yeah. Oh. So <laughs> I need to find this procrastination thing and just like really like hammer it out. It always it always just works out. Someone reminded me this year that like, you know, it's it's God's God's will will always happen. Yes. Yes, that is true. But here's here's where I mean, of course, they're like, God is everything or God is nothing. God's will will always happen. But in that, I'm like, where do I find my personal like you know, choices, you know, where does, can I change my future? Like, that's what that brings up for me. And it really scares me because I'm like, why make decisions? Why take action? So here, this is something that's coming up for me. And I I have a feeling this is going to bleed into other episodes. So like six from six and seven are like the patterns um, and like as a result of my theme song, which is based on fear, right? Fear of uh, losing something I possess or not getting something I demand, right? And so um, based on that, I am then continuing with these same patterns. So one of my patterns has been, you know, the pattern that I, it's like an initial wound from my parents, you know, my father's infidelity, that has now become part of the pattern for me, where it's if they're unavailable, mm. then I'm sign me up, you right. know? And so where God and and willingness, it's like there was a quote I read um, recently, you know, the lesson will continue to present itself until it's learned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's like the pattern of I need to become willing to bring God into all my mm. affairs, especially with this one pattern that has actually become so painful um, that uh, in order to take that other action. And I think for me, it's like when I, in this particular sense, if I stop picking up or stop engaging on that page, I'll be presented with a new possibility. Wow. Wow. That's really, really good. And yeah, I'm experiencing the exact same thing where Mm. I'm going through a situation that is just like so familiar from childhood. And what Mm. I'm realizing is that I keep going in because if we're at a low, low in this authoritative relationship, if I just keep hanging in there, we'll get on a high, high. Hmm. And that is 
reminiscent of my childhood where there was neglect and then there was rewards after the neglect and Mm -hmm. like the high high after the neglect and so my Mm -hmm. body is almost addicted to hanging in there in the low lows to wait for the high highs Mm -hmm. and can i be willing to have my nervous system recalibrated and have a new normal and i think i'm ready like i'm ready i'm i want um it's so funny i had one of my tires was low and my son helped me and like it recalibrated to the car for the normal to be that one of the tires was low Mm. and he was like no 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 you have to wait to do that until all the tires are full and I just thought, oh, that's me. <laughs> that's growing up in a dysfunctional home is like two of my tires are low and that feels normal. And I'm driving on the highway with everybody else. And I'm like, yeah, it's normal to have like feeling bumpy and sketchy and tossed around and nervous. Oh, I love that analogy because having them full isn't, the norm right that's right. not wow for oh. us for us it's not for other people they're yeah. driving around on 100 and guess what if it goes low they run and get the the air fixed where i can have yeah. a third tire go low and i'm like i guess i need to adjust to this yeah wow yeah and that takes practice yeah that takes pra- consistency and practice i um oh goodness this is this is the work well yeah and for me it takes ACA you know like mm-hmm. because I can help all the people I help in recovery and it's great and we're all helping each other but until I really recalibrate that a hundred percent on all four tires is normal we're not there yet So I was reading this book this morning. Uh, The quote is, consistency and continuous practice is the magic that makes the real difference in our lives. Oh, my God. That's beautiful. Yeah. This is, um, goodness, of course, who is this person? (laughs) It's the the Velvet Rage. um, I've never heard of this. No, it's the Velvet Rage, overcoming the pain of growing up gay in a straight man's world. Well, that's why I've uh, never and, heard of this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it's um, Alan Downs, PhD. It's yeah. So con- consistency and continuous practice, right? Because we're we're ultimately, re- you know, and I'm sure Dr. Andrew Huberman will tell us that we're rewiring <laughs> our brain, right? Right. If, right. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a tall order. That's mm-hmm. a tall fucking order, dude. Yeah. But I can tell places where I have done it and, you know, like I think I talked about it recently that gossip, especially in the workplace, doesn't feel good to me. It's not something mm. I want to do. I recoil as if from a hot flame. And I'm like, when did that happen? Because I was all about like, You know, something happened with someone and I ran and told 18 people. (laughs) (laughs) Like, this is the, this, go ahead. (laughs) Oh, like, get it off of me and onto you, you know? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. 
this is the sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly, you know? Mm -hmm. And when we get to six, it's like, this has already happened for us now multiple years with drugs and alcohol. Right. You know? And then it's like, how about these other things? And it's like, yeah. Still like some of them. <laughs> they don't get me in jail. That's the thing. <laughs> Their consequences are not the consequences of mm. warrants and pulled over and jail and you know, they are they do have their own consequences though. You know, they can yeah, yeah. hurt relationships, they can hurt my inner self, all of it. But, you know, that goes back to the procrastination. It's like, well, Unless we're really, um, really seriously facing like a machete. Uh, I'm not uh, changing things. <laughs> well, the thing for me, you know, is that I actually have to feel mm-hmm. is the issue that I always run into because I'm I've avoided feelings and altered moods my entire life. So right. recovery ultimately starts when there's abstinence. Right. And then that means I, feeling feeling yeah it's back to the feeling dude you sent me that um oh we have to link it (laughs) yes we will and it was david hawkins right yes david hawkins i think it's the letting go or letting go yeah i think it's letting go yeah is the name of the book yeah and what does he say in that video he's basically saying that ignore your thoughts feel the feelings and it will pass, you know, um, the whole thought thing interferes with actually just having a feeling. Right, right. Which is kind of what we talked about last week. But yeah. also it came at a time where something had just happened and my instinct was to pick up the phone and call someone. Now, I don't gossip at work anymore, but I get it off of me and mm-hmm. onto you and by calling someone as soon as something mm-hmm. happens, you know, mm-hmm. and you sent that and I was like, just feel it. Just be mm-hmm. willing <laughs> to feel this anger, this, you know, betrayal uh feel where Mm. it is in your body like breathe through it and it was so helpful it was so amazing Mm. it's like that thing you sent me something on the tiktok a few weeks ago and (laughs) it was the tiktok (laughs) okay it's the tiktok the tiktok um okay boomer it, (laughs) it is this thing where we're too we could be too smart for therapy Mm. And that the next level is somatic, which is what you were saying before, like your nervous system. And it's like to be in one's body means to actually feel, you know? Right. Yeah. And that is what, you know, this is really good because you know what it's making me think of is that we come into AA so we can stop drinking to feel. Mm. And then the next Mm. thing we get addicted to is thinking. Okay. And somewhere along the way, if we stay around long enough, we get to have the miracle to be willing to go, okay, willing to just feel. Mm-hmm. It's a miracle. Like the book says, our constant thought of others and how we may help meet their needs. And I'm like, ah, not yeah. all the time. Like, you know, because the book says we stay sober and then help someone else. So part of sobriety is the emotional sobriety, right? Which is actually feeling a feeling. Right. And let me tell you, with the women that I sponsor, they do not Mm. need to have constant thought of others. 
Yeah. They no. really, really don't. That's part of their addiction is to constantly think of others and not put themselves first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that one just doesn't apply. Yeah. It applies to me because I'm constantly <laughs> thinking of myself and putting myself first. I'm top of the heat. Mm-hmm. So I do mm-hmm. need to not constantly think of others, but I need to think of equanimity. Equanimity, yes. people. Equanimity. So. All right. We are at our final five. And I have a question for you. Okay. And it is about half measures availed us nothing. Mm. And we need complete willingness to go to any length. So when's a time that you, I know you're a perfectionist, but did you have mm-hmm. any half measures availed me nothing? Um. So I like to take that phrase and you know how I used to sometimes hear, I used to hear sometimes in the room, take what you need and leave the rest. Right. And what I've learned is take everything. Because I don't know what's mm. going to be useful later down the line. I could just put it in my toolbox. It's a big toolbox. <laughs> and I could also pass it on to someone else who might actually find use with right. it, you know? So this thing of like not being calculating with what I'm taking or not taking and to just have all of it, you know? Um, and then I could pick and choose as things come up. I like that. That's really good. So no half measures. You're taking everything. (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, you know, the thing that came up was me around meetings where I was, you know, I came from the school of, you know, the long timer that would say, I I know I need three meetings a week. I just don't know which one. So I go Mm -hmm. every day, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's like, yes. And that's not balance. Right. 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 So you basically see him as saying half measures availed us something. Half measures availed me something. And for me, as I stay the course, that helped that phrase helped me stay initially because I was like, let me go full on in. And then as I stick around, it's the connection from within, you know, and that's the wisdom, the wisdom to know the difference, you know, to thy own self be true. That happens. That happened for me over time. Wow, that's really good. That's really good. Okay, for me, half measures is, I mean, I think of it in such literal terms because Mm. that is what it was for me was when I first came in and heard that phrase and I'm like, I've been doing half measures my whole life. Are you kidding? And I walk in the door and I, and I had a new job and I remember throwing a piece of trash towards the wastebasket and it didn't go in and I was ready to walk off. You know, that's how I lived my life. Like, all right, well, it didn't go in. Somebody else can pick it up. And the phrase <laughs> came in my head and said, half measures availed us nothing. And I was like, oh, and I went over and I took the trash and I put it in the you know basket. And then I was yeah. like, oh, this is what they're talking about, you know, and you know, the, the, just the point of like, even the being honest at work, you know, Um, any of the stuff, it would just, uh, it was almost like a God whisper when I would be uh, like, oh, I'm going to do this and be like, half measures availed us nothing. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. 
I'm willing. I'm willing to do something different. Yeah, I love that. Um, The one thing that just came to my mind was I had a sponsor that used to say, you're either being honest or you're not. It's like you're you're pregnant or you're not. It's either one or the <laughs> there's not a there's not a middle ground. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 That's the half measures part. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Love that. All right. Well, we've done it again. We've Fabulousness. done it again. Thank you so much, Sam. <laughs> Thanks, Misty. And bitch, call your sponsor. Call your sponsor. Call your sponsor. Call your New episode tomorrow. Send us an email bcysponsor at gmail.com.